0: Glory to my guru, Sri Krishna Guruji. In the last episode of sharing the Bhagavad Gita, we completed through chapter 2, verse 30. In that, the Lord Shri Krishna has given Arjuna an understanding of what is the soul and the wise men who know it, and he taught Arjuna why he should not grieve over the dead. So today we'll continue the Bhagavad Gita in chapter 2 the Sankhya Yoga, the Yoga of Knowledge? Let us begin. This is Chapter 2, verse 31 through 36. The Lord is speaking. Besides considering your own duty too, you should not waver, for there is nothing more welcome for a man of the warrior class than a righteous war. Arjuna, fortunate Kshatriyas, who get such an unsolicited opportunity for war, which is an open gateway to heaven. Now if you refuse to fight this righteous war, then, shirking your duty and losing your reputation, you will incur sin. Nay, people will also pour undying infamy on you, and infamy brought on a man enjoying popular esteem is worse than death. And the warrior chiefs, who thought highly of you, will now despise you, thinking that it was fear which drove you away from the battle, and your enemies disparaging your might, will speak many unbecoming words. What can be more distressing than this? This ends verse 36. Here Lord Shri Krishna first gives the highest teaching, reminding Arjuna of his noble duty. Then the Lord gives him some material worldly reasons why he should perform. And we should note here that Sri Krishna Guruji has taught that the word sin here means karma. By not taking action, Arjuna will incur future karma. So Arjuna is a kshatriya. He's a prince, a warrior, and a leader. He's duty-bound to maintain righteousness and to protect and serve those in his care. Similar to Lord Krishna, Sri Krishna Guruji gives his devotees and disciples the highest spiritual teachings, and yet seemingly his words just escape us. Oftentimes, we are unable to live out his teachings. Despite that, on some level, just by the virtue of hearing Sri Krishna Guruji's words, we receive that which is needed. So that information, Guji's teachings, it stays with us, and it may be activated within us in a future time. When we surrender our ego, none of Guji’s teachings are lost. Like Arjuna, we all have our own duties. And this brings about the question for an individual of, what is my duty in this world? What is my Swadhamma? If you're unfamiliar with the word Swadhamma, it is the purpose of your taking up the body that you have. You arrive in a very specific geographical area and to a specific set of parents. You may be born into an ancestral line of farmers, or shopkeepers, money handlers, or even the arts. We each serve a purpose in the creation. We are the actors in this cosmic story, and there's a purpose to it, a necessity to it. So what is your work, your purpose here? Sri Krishna Guruji has taught that it is the work which comes to you naturally. So however and wherever we find ourselves, our duty is to execute the job that comes before us. You're born with a certain nature, and that nature also serves your svārdhāma. We'll continue now with verse 37 through 38. Lord Sri Krishna said, Die and you will win heaven. Conquer and you'll enjoy sovereignty on earth. Therefore, stand up, Arjuna, determined to fight. Treating alike victory and defeat, gain and loss, pleasure and pain, Get ready for the battle. Fighting thus, you will not incur sin. This ends verse 38. Here the Lord has imparted a key spiritual lesson of equanimity. Whether you have a gain or loss shouldn't matter. We are swayed each day between pairs of opposites. For example, when we're winning, we feel elated, and when we face defeat, we feel deflated. We have always sought after pleasure and have gone to extraordinary measures to avoid pain. When someone is nice to us, we feel so good and we want to take that person close to us. Yet as soon as they say something we don't like, we want to run away from that person. The untrained mind, it swings back and forth as if on a pendulum. This swinging of likes and dislikes are created by our desires. A life driven by desires alone, it just can't bring about anything permanent. Satisfaction or contentment will always be fleeting since there will always be a new desire that's rising up in the mind. When we're able to tame this pendulum of attraction and repulsion, we become fearless. We begin to understand that there's more to know about ourselves. We begin to recognize ourselves as that which is beyond the frightened or indecisive mind. Know that we are not the flesh, but we're the spirit soul that runs this body. But we shouldn't try to negate the importance of the body. Know the body along with the mind and intellect to be your vehicle. Imagine they are your chariot and horses. And know the supreme divine person to be the driver of your chariot. And know yourself to be that arjuna. The Lord has work to be done in the worlds. And when we let go of our personal ego driven by desires, we can be his instruments to get things done. So we'll stop here today. This concludes today's episode of Sharing the Bhagavad Gita. We have finished through verse 38 of chapter 2. Next episode will continue at verse 39. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love.